G'day, Bleakers. Welcome again. Episode 58, Weakness for Bleakness. It is the 13th of November, 2020 AD, which stands for Anno Domini. I don't know if you knew that. That's the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord. Or CE, common era, for the... uh, For people who want to pretend that we're not a Christian dominionist society. Yeah. (laughs) For those who want to make an atheist gesture, which seems suspiciously like trying to shake off the shackles of God. Why is the common era based on an incorrect assumption of when Jesus was born? (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make it any... I like that it's... I think it makes it worse. Just call it BC and AD. Yeah. At least it has a kind of charming antiquity to it. Yeah. (laughs) We take out the Christianity from it, but it's still entirely centered on this idea of a fucking magical carpenter. You can't escape it. Why 2000 then? Why not 3000? Well, because it would be too much work. Because co- common era, we would actually have to go back to the bang, wouldn't we? Basically. And be like, well, it's been roughly six and a half billion years since the universe started. So it's the year six and a half billion yeah. CE. What? Yeah. And there's no BCE. Would get- so you would just have to have just the number <clears throat> six and a half billion. And that wouldn't be fun. No, it would be tedious to say. It's six and a half Six and a half, especially as we get million four hundred ninety-two thousand. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. We're not going to live long enough as a species, thank God, to have a really difficult calendar. Yeah, ten thousand would be a cool year. To that would be a good new year. Yes, I'd like to hear the grunge hits leading up to the year ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, that would be very pleasing to me. Make it up to you in the year ten thousand, listener. Welcome, 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 Darcy. How are you doing? I'm doing well, despite the universe's attempts to drag me down. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym on Wednesday. Wonderful. Um, wasn't. It was bad. Yeah. I, I was made to do squats and things. Made to do? suggest the presence of a trainer. <clears throat> there was a trainer. Yeah. It was a birthday present that I <laughs> felt I should probably use now that the lockdown's ended. <laughs> Interesting gift. Interesting <laughs> gift. It was from the only person who can safely give you that gift, which is, of course, your mother. Uh, um, okay. All right. I was, that, yeah, yeah. 100%. As I was just thinking about how much it would make my piss boil. How much, I would, how much I would hold it against anybody who gave me a fucking gym voucher as a gift. It's a passive aggressive move. Um, yeah. But she's Jewish. It's Mom, fine. Mums are allowed passive aggressive. Mums are allowed. That's right. After what we did to them for nine months and the 48 hours at the end of that nine months, they can, they've got leeway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God, and the, t- and the, the 30 years Yeah, yeah our that, entire yeah. life subsequently. Anyway, uh, I now have the legs of a 92-year-old man because nice. squats are one of these things that don't feel like anything's happening to you when you do them. And then you wake yeah. up the next day and you can't physically yeah, move. Yeah, you're trying to pick through <laughs> your house like a fucking newborn deer. That's what I felt. I felt like a, a lamb that had accidentally mm-hmm. climbed a ladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the worst. So that was bad. Um, but there has also been upticks. Corporation's law is going well. Good. I stressed out over an assignment that I submitted late because I didn't understand anything. I didn't understand what I was supposed to be putting in the... It was an extremely open-ended question. It was literally yeah. just like, write some advice memoranda uh, about a subject good. you've been studying for two weeks. <laughs> Awful and stressful and vile. Uh, But Andrew seems to think that I understood the questions because he gave me an HD. So we're flying flying into the exam. HD. I'm well on my way to causing the next financial crisis. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We need good people like you on the 
inside of those financial crises. Managing things well. A husband and wife cannot own the same shares in two companies. That's interesting. By which I mean, I didn't know it, and I'm pretending that it's interesting. I have no idea if it's true or not. I just said it. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna. <laughs> that is interesting because I'm going to internalize that for the rest of my life. Forget you that can you- actually. You can have multiple owners for single shares. This is completely possible. Okay, I just. I just cool. I'll see. This is this is how good Andrew is at marking. I've realized I have been learning things. Yeah, <laughs> He's seen yeah. seeds of knowledge in my incoherent replies. That's good. That's that's the best sort of teaching, where it's clearly gone beyond rote shit to some internalized fucking... Well, you can't do rote learning uh, for corporations law, because the act mm. is six volumes long. You could. I don't think... Well, rather, would okay, you would, but you would have to be like a rabbi and just spend your entire yeah. life only studying the Corporations Act, which would... Can you imagine what a life... Jesus... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be rough. Well, it's good to hear- No wonk uh, is that wonk. (laughs) No, no. You're quite right. Well, that's good to hear. How are you going? uh, I'm going all right. I fucked up today uh, in that I allowed myself to- Or I allowed three errands to build up to the point where they had to be accomplished on the same day. Three different- Shops that I had to go to in the one shopping trip, yep. which I should have uh, uh, for for protected myself again. St- were they proximate to one another? They were reasonably proximate. Across? That's good. They were reasonably proximate. It was a line, the, a fairly simple line in a loop. However, it meant uh, a considerable negotiation with with my anxiety this morning, which was good. I think uh, all of Melbourne's been negotiating with its anxiety today because yes. we've just got traffic back. There was no traffic for six months. Traffic sucks. No one knows how to drive in traffic anymore, and everyone is losing mm. their shit. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is amazing. It's really uh, stressful. <laughs> it's it's bad out there. It sucks shit. It would suck. To, can you imagine being a cyclist? Because they just had like. They, they were finally free for six months. Cyclists could live without fear in Melbourne. Yeah. And now they've like not the only got all the traffic back, to the but all the drivers are completely fucking nuts. They've just lost it. Yeah. I feel bad for the cyclists who are doing it for good reasons and don't give a shit about the cyclists who are doing it for bad reasons, which is to say every cyclist around here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You live in the heart of the yeah, um, middle-aged men in Lycra territory, uh-huh. don't you? We've got the Yarra the Boulevard. the indecent exposure cycling gear. Indecent <laughs> exposure cycling gear where people have paid out the fucking nose for imitation sponsorship so yeah. that they can look like they're being paid to ride, even though- This will shave that crucial thousandth of a percent off your total speed for the, for yeah. the hippodrome circuit. <laughs> my, my luxury cruise down the Yarra Boulevard just- blithely coasting along in front of uh, everybody trying to fucking get past with their car. Let's close that tab so it doesn't beep in areas again. Yeah, that was uh, that was aggressive from Facebook. Um, Zach does not like to be ignored. No, he's an attention grabber. So yeah, it, I'm I'm fine, but I've re- now I have to bear. I have to take into account now more obviously because obviously something has become aggravated. I gotta be. Pl- I gotta be planning. I gotta be planning my trips so that I don't have to spend an hour working my way up to fucking going out to the shops. You've got to remember how to, to work the tides. Yeah, you see, 
You've got to get that old Cornish fisherman back into your system. The one who knows when to put the boat out and where to put it. Yeah. I need to start fucking taking beta blockers or something. Or maybe I'll just become a stoner. I've considered that. But I drive I assumed you'd done that already. No, not really. I partake, but I'm not perpetually stoned. I, w- I don't think you'd like to be perpetually stoned. I don't, I don't know. It would be all right, maybe. But no, I, could, I, think, I drive I th- too much. I, I, I can't I pull it off. I think that you would have too much anxiety if you were perpetually stoned. Yeah, maybe. You'd start doing terrible, like, kind of Socratic dialogues with yourself. It would be dreadful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite possibly. But fuck, would I get a lot of time splitters played you'd write an amazing like palaniuk-esque kind of grunge novel <laughs> or novella and then it would all mads and i would find you in the bottom of merry creek screaming at one of the stones for being slightly out of shape with the rest of them it'd be awful you've got a very particular view of the effects of marijuana hey i've got a very particular view of the effect of marijuana on you if you were going to do it like for prolonged periods of time i think while you wrote fine. your great novel i think i'd be fine i, I think, don't think you would i think, I think you're i'd just too be sensitive. blissed out i think i'd just be blissed out anyway it's it's a it's a it's a nice day it's been in a series a of nice day. days we've got a yeah. cheeky beer each we're gonna fire up the grill later we're all relaxed because uh well we'll get into that after the intro song a modest house, a picket fence, a couple kids, some common sense, a job to pay your mortgage or your rent. And all these goals are understood, but misery is a public good, so come and feed your sorrows till you're spent. Well, just to come, the captain said, the icebergs are the dead ahead, the men will keep the engines fed, I have a deal with God. We're at the end of history, there ain't a hope for you or me, when work is philanthropically, believe in the economy, but what a feast for tired eyes, the poison earth, the boiling skies, and everyone their own damn spies, remember when the world was wise, we no, 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 no. Forgot about the intro song, Darcy. <coughs> Now that that's played, because... Where everybody knows your name. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the American election. I only just watched Cheers for the first time How did you week. find it? It's actually not bad. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty good from memory. I haven't yeah. watched it in a long time, but... A lot of the jokes have things. aged, obviously, because the first episode was in the early 80s, which I didn't realise. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty good. Uh, my daughter's dating a black guy. Oh, black guy. And then this is Woody Harrelson. You got to watch. The joke joke was that. I can't do Woody Harrelson. The joke was that they thought he was racist, but actually it was because. It wasn't because the partner was black. It was because it wasn't his daughter. It was his son that was dating the black guy. That's why he was anxious. Yeah. Would they. I don't think they would have had the balls to do that. They did do that. It was in like the third episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Good for them. That's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the U.S. election, Darcy. Oh uh, no! I see. I've, Everything is safe. I've been trying to like keep Kieran away from this with a with a prod stick for twenty minutes, but he's got through. He's, he's I don't. He's outmaneuvered me. I don't think we need to go into too much depth. Uh, and and now we don't need to get too wonky with it. Well, we all know what all right. the fucking score so is. So the Democrats didn't win the important bit of this election. No. Because what we've learned is that there's only one part of the tripod of power that actually means anything in America, and that's the Senate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, more or less. The House of Representatives is literally a completely pointless organization. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason for that house to exist. Well, because the Senate yeah. either waves their shit through or just stops it. And if the Senate stops it, that's it. There's no recourse. Yeah. You can't negotiate. It's like the House of Lords where they're not allowed to ultimately ban it. They can just delay it if they don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Send it back for a review for yeah. a certain amount of times. Yeah. <laughs> they just say no and that's it. I would say the house matters in so much as party composition matters and basically nothing else. Like- I guess, well- my, it's see, good for progressives to be able to table bills and put them through and lend. It's a pulpit, yeah. The house yeah. matters as a pulpit. It's true. It doesn't matter as a legislative branch, though. <clears throat> yeah. In yeah. that sense, it's pointless. And yeah. as a pulpit, it's very limited because Nancy Pelosi will stay as the speaker. Yeah, I'm not saying that she lost seats to fucking. I don't even know who the Republican leader is in the house. Do you know who the person? <laughs> no, I don't have a fucking clue. Why <laughs> she somehow I? lost seats to them. Yeah, yeah. They lost a lot of seats. They retained their majority, but they lost a lot of seats. The Senate, it's which too our cartoon runoff. president, the horrible yeah. cartoon predicted, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not surprised that it's from the dumbest corners that the most accurate <laughs> analysis is coming. Um, uh, yeah, all right. I don't want to, I don't want to go into the like the the wonky details too much. So they lost seats in the House. Yes. Mostly moderates lost their seats. Mostly moderates lost their progressives seats. Progressives did quite well. Yes. And there's arguments to be had about the difference between an inner city seat in the bluest district in New York versus a seat out in the fucking fracking plains of Pennsylvania, even though they lost the fracking yes, plains Yes, in the fracking plains of Pennsylvania, you have weaker and more cynical Democratic representatives mm. who get ousted easily by anybody who wants to confront them. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's they lost, they lost that ground. story later. They lost ground. <clears throat> they still have their majority. Uh, they lost ground. The Senate hangs in the balance for two, with uh, two runoff elections happening in January, where we want uh, John Ossoff and uh, fucking I forget his name. Some some guy, I don't know. Some I Democrats. Don't know. Two runoff elections pay attention happening. To the senators. I just looked at the numbers. I'm gonna be brutally honest. Yeah. So if they win those two runoff elections, then they take the Senate. Okay. If they don't, then they don't. Do we know what the likelihood of that is? I have no idea. Not great. But not well, okay then. I revised my my previous but, statement, but they really should have like massively won the Senate and the House of Representatives. Yeah, 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 yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. This should have been a fucking sweep. It's a it's it's a terrible fucking result for the Democratic Party. But at the top of the ticket, the thing that we're all here for, Joe Biden, Joseph Robinet Biden, he he romped home in an extremely sluggish way. Yeah. Uh, to beat Donald Trump for the presidency, despite what Trump is trying to. I mean, he's he's just being a child about it, which everybody saw coming. And will he have to get shot through the head by a Secret Service agent or will he just give up? Uh, who knows? Who cares? I don't give a shit about all- the presidency <laughs> of the United States anymore. It's all fucking the all same All they to need me. to do is sneak some fruit into his diet and reactivate his brain and he'll panic and just run. Yeah, or sneak some fruit he into his diet and just boost. close close all the toilets in the White House for cleaning and tell him that there's a the only toilet available is outside and then just lock the door when he walks out. Uh, yeah. That you could, could easily lure him <clears> out with treats. Um, yeah. So, so that's the overall look. I want to, instead of just fucking talking like everybody's talking about the election, how I would like to approach it, if you would indulge me, 
is just saying, here are some good things about the election and here are some bad things about the election. Just little dot points, just some little fringe kind of things. And you can chime in if you if you think of uh, stuff as well. I'll see if I can remember the, the stuff that I thought about and didn't write down. Give me some dots. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> let's go. Let's start with a bad one. Uh, it was a terrible result from the Democrat for the Democratic Party, and they're not learning their lesson. They're blaming the the left wing of the party for the terrible result, despite great returns for all of the progressives uh, in their seats, uh, and despite moderates eating shit all over the country. Well, look. Last mm. night, I watched a documentary on the Great Fire of London. Okay. And unlike Vesuvius and Pompeii, which was obviously like an instantaneous, just, you know, death event, mm-hmm. the Great Fire of London occurred over a week, and lots of people had time to, you know, move. But yeah. an astonishing number of bodies were found, like, at their desks or in their beds or fucking yeah. in a kitchen. Jerking off like that one Pompeii No, unfortunately not. They weren't quite that lackadaisical. Mm. But there was a real tendency for Londoners to just pretend that London wasn't having the Great Fire of London. Yeah. I wonder if there's any fucking parallels (laughs) that we can see. It's like a weirdly small number of Londoners decided that the fire should be... It was so bad that, Mm. like, King Charles II was the most effective administrator trying to stop the fire. It doesn't... Yeah, That's right, how right. strong denial is. The king was the best person on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we see that in the US with COVID as well, which is just sort of the Great Fire of London, but spread out. Their their country is now all solid red on the shit is bad. Yeah, uh, but viruses, chart. remember, are mm. only as real as ghosts because you can't see either of them. I read a fucking incredible summary of an interview with the guitarist for the Deftones, who are a band, a critical darling of a band. Uh, I was, was going to say, I think I've heard of them, but I was thinking of the Boss Tones. So. Uh, yeah, no, quite different, quite different. Boss Tones like not a, a critical darling of a band. No, although no, I'm fond of no, them. no, no, no. <laughs> the Deftones are like a, a weird combination, like synthy kind of slinky alt rock band on the one hand, and a heavy metal band on the other. So this guitarist represents the heavy metal side of the spectrum, basically. Okay. And he, it turns out that he's, it's the sort of band that you would expect everybody to be quite intellectual and like, uh, well-read you, or whatever. You, you, yeah. Just because it's weird experimental music and they've been doing it for decades or whatever. Uh, and this guy is a flat earther and he's like, space is not real. He thinks that space is not a, a place vacuum. that exists. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's yeah. correct. Vacuums aren't spaces that exist. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Duh, idiot. It's unspace. That's the level that he's working on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was trying to figure out any other way that you could possibly do it. <laughs> he just thinks that space isn't real. He thinks we're in a simulation, I think, and he thinks space isn't real. Okay. And uh, is, he says the second that he realized that, all of his space fear evaporated. He had space fear. Yeah, which was the most intriguing part for me. Uh, and there's a bit at the end where he's, he talks about how... The further uh, you get away from <clears> Earth, the more, like... Bethesdery, it gets things start just clipping together. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's I think that that's plausible. Uh, personally, the, his space fear evaporated. But my favorite part was where he says like he thinks that COVID is bullshit and that masks are bullshit or whatever. But he's grateful for COVID for teaching him how germ theory works. And and what he's learnt about germ theory is that 
your body creates viruses to deal with poisons in your body. That's which is fucking so, awesome. So, so gorgeous. Because you, you can see the logic. He's right? just like one-upped homeopathy big time. <laughs> like, I've seen your <clears> bluff. Yeah. But he's an idiot, not a charlatan. This is what you have to this remember. Is, no, that's I love that. Because what he's done is he's mm. basically taken like the same sort of state of mind that you like a sort of racist anthropologist might bring to a a newly discovered kind of indigenous culture and spiritual system. Yeah. Like, ha, 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 how adorable and wrong, but I'm fascinated. <laughs> but he but he's applied that to German theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's happened here is that he's been in a room sometime completely fucking out of his mind on drugs and somebody has explained how symptoms often result from immuno Responses, and he has paused that just in the dumbest fucking way in his head. And he's like, no, the virus is actually created by the body. And by it's- using the flu, we can somehow defeat ricin? Yeah, yeah. He thinks that your body takes in a poison. He also thinks that a poison stays in your body forever. And then that the body produces viruses in response. Uh... So, yeah, the Americans- Okay, so he thinks that the body works like America, the political entity, basically. Yeah. That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was thinking of all the viruses America has produced to deal with neoliberalism. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's onto something. Um, Anyway, we were talking about COVID in America and and denial. Denial, basically. Yeah. and yeah, the the Democratic Party. I'll they just, just a river in Egypt. The 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 yes yes, a river in Egypt. Very well done. Uh, the Democratic, the moderate wing of the Democratic Party, also, absolutely. It's also fucking, a river in Ethiopia and South Sudan. That's good. That makes the joke better. North Sudan. Keep going. I can't. <laughs> I think it goes as far as. Rwanda? I have no idea. Don't look to me. I think it does. I didn't get you into this. Just a river in Rwanda. (laughs) Very good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The moderate wing of the Democratic Party are very much in denial. So that's a bad thing. They did badly and they're blaming the left. They did really badly. Should um, we, but should we move on to another dot point? Because I don't want yeah. us to get completely yeah, bogged sure. down like this Sure, this, this is- they, they went for a power serve. They double faulted again, yeah. as they always do. Yeah. They filipoosted it. Yeah. Mark Philippoussis. Do you remember how he used to do yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Next dot point. <laughs> Next dot point. What's something good? The, the margin by which the Democrats hold the House is about eight seats. And the squad plus allies have swollen their ranks to eight. Ah, so they have tipping power. So the 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 squad, the progressive wing, and to given values of progressive, because like Ayanna Presley has historically been aligned with Warren, so she's a little bit less still progressive. Still progressive, but I'm just saying they're not like all lockstep. Uh, and uh, Katie Porter, who is a progressive who flipped a very conceited, uh, conservative seat in 2018. Conceited is also fine. Yeah. Uh, and and increased her margin this year is like, she's not great on everything, but she's definitely aligned with that sort of uh, thing. But yeah, they hold, the fu- they hold effective veto power in the House, which is good. And we know Democrats are easy to bully. So that, yeah. that does have potential. 
It does have potential. We could have some very interesting bills getting blocked by the Republican controlled Senate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no end to the bills that we can see blocked by a Republican controlled Senate. Mitch McConnell just sort of sits there like a kind of Nintendo 64 rendered villain slowly swatting away your attacks. <laughs> yeah. In in the discussion about uh about uh cabinet appointments from Biden they talk about having uh, Warren and or Bernie on the cabinet. Bernie as, Labor, as Secretary of Labor has been floated around a lot. And one of the things that people say is we can't afford to lose their Senate seat because they're both in districts where a Republican would get to appoint the interim replacement. And the response to that is Wait, always... The re- you don't have a by-election in America? No. What the fuck is wrong with <laughs> Oh, I mean, they do have Lord. they do have what they call special elections. But if a senator gets called up to a cabinet oh, position, by elections of a special election. Oh fuck! That's yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I no, keep I getting know. whomped by how amazingly yeah. America is the most English thing that has ever existed. Yeah. First, <laughs> in terms of badly cobbled together bullshit. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Firstly, the fact that you just have to give up your seat if you take on a portfolio that is, is weird yeah we can't have ministers and representatives being the same people no how insane how, how weirdly not. democratic that would be. <laughs> yeah so uh, it has to be the king's friends <clears throat> and only the king's yeah. friends and the replacement is appointed by the governor of the state that they represent which means that if you have mental <laughs> as completely in, fucking mental yeah a democratic senator as in warren's case or an independent as in bernie's both Republican governors, so they would be able to appoint the uh, replacement. And I assume that the state legislature has something to do with it as well. I could be getting details of this wrong. I don't know. I wouldn't rely on there being any kind of checking system involved. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's quite likely. Have you heard any country produce the phrase checks and balances more frequently, and as it turns out, with less substance than the United States of America? They really, yeah. And to have somebody it's smuggling- just gone for dozens of despots, <clears throat> and we hope that somehow they make each other not despot. Yeah, yeah. We just we go by the Mr. Burns got sick episode of The Simpsons principle, and just hope that the despots oh, fuck knock into each other in the door jam like the Three Stooges and can't get through to the button which launches the nukes. Uh, and backwards compared to England. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's pretty bad. I think it's so funny when people produce okay. as as if it's a masterstroke of rhetoric to say, actually, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional don't republic. Mean anything. All republics are North yeah. Korea is a constitutional republic. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but also to be like You can't have a country that isn't constitutional. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. And republic is fucking meaningless. Uh and also to, to appoint yourself as the promoters of democracy worldwide and then to turn around with a shit-eating grin and be like, actually, I think you'll find that this oppressive system is fine because we're not actually a democratic country. They sound That's like what the, I'm saying. They sound like the South African nationalists in the 70s. Mm. They're like, the purpose of a republic is to protect the minority from the oppressive measures of the majority. Do you understand? Like, no, that's not 
I mean, firstly, it's not what the purpose of it. There's not a purpose to a republic. And secondly, that means you have, like, human rights to stop people being oppressed. It doesn't mean you have minority rule. Yeah. (laughs) That's a massive jump from, I think we should protect the minority from the depredations of the majority. Sure, who wouldn't think that? Yeah, that's the So they should have all the power. Yeah. And then enforce a separation between the majority and the minority. Like some sort of horrible hipster anti-comedy joke. To be like, what's the ultimate democracy? A dictatorship. Did I make you laugh? (laughs) Yeah. I made myself laugh. I guess that's the important thing. Yeah. I'd love to see you on that stage. It's all on the cassette. (laughs) Wonderful. Um... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What was the what was the fucking dot point? Oh yeah, the the squad plus extras yeah, have a veto, uh, a veto uh, sort of capability, I guess. Uh, that is good. It's actually I'm being cynical, but if they can force the representatives to mm. like graft progressive measures into their legislation. It it can achieve nothing, but it can't achieve bad things. It can only achieve nothing or good. So that is a positive. Yeah. Positive stroke potential positive. It gives them some leverage over the DNC. Rather than giving them meaningful power in the process of government, uh, which seems to be impossible in the US unless you're just a fucking total uh, pocket boy or pocket girl in the case of Nancy. Um but yeah, it gives them some leverage over the DNC. <clears throat> uh, should we have a bad checkpoint? Yes, let's keep this alternating pattern going. And this could go either way, depending on how uh, black pilled you are. Uh, Donald Trump can run again in twenty twenty four because he's only served one term as president. Correct, and I suspect if he's not too busy being charged with criminal and financial offences, mm. he probably will try to run again in twenty twenty four. The only thing that will stop him, in my view, is if he's on his way to prison or in prison. Yeah, or dead. One of his disgusting children will probably run, though. Like, if Donald Sr. Yeah. doesn't run, Donald Jr. definitely will. I'm more okay with Donald Jr. running because he Gilfoyle has given him ideas above his station, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Donald Jr. is fundamentally... He doesn't have any of the the morally neutral positive qualities that Donald Trump has, or like not morally neutral because they're always used to fucking terrible ends, but like Donald Trump can be pretty funny given the opportunity. He can be charismatic for a given type of charisma. Sure. Donald Trump had that joke when he, I think somebody asked him what his favorite drink was and he said, it's true. I like diet Coke. And yeah. like, you don't drink. And he said, no, can you imagine what I'd be like if I had alcohol? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says some stuff. He says, Don like... Don Jr. would never have that level of self-awareness. Some of, his, some of his cuts from before, uh, from before he was president, where he says simple stuff like, I've never seen a skinny person drinking Diet Coke. It's a mean joke, but also he drinks Diet Coke. So it's at his expense. It's just like a nice. He's got this this thing where he can just. Well, be, I understand he did quite a good commentary for Citizen Kane as well in one of the DVD releases. It's available for that. I can't tell if you're being. Blithe. I'm being quite you're serious. Just, I've been told right, that he did quite a good. 
Yeah, I bet. Citizen Kane. I bet, because when he's being, like... Because he is Citizen Kane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he's being, like, a catty dickhead about pop culture, he's he can be quite good for, again, I stress, I'm not a fucking Donald Trump supporter, but for a given value of For good. a fascist who eats, like, burnt steak with tomato ketchup. Yeah. For somebody I'd gladly kill, given the opportunity. <laughs> for sure. Uh, but we're comparing him to his idiot. To, to, to Donald Jr., yeah. who had to buy up the stock of his own book, despite being the son of the extremely populist <laughs> the right-wing president. president. Yeah, Don Jr., who genuinely believes he's like an edgy subversive who triggers libs, despite yeah. being only a source of comedy and yeah. actual Nobody cares about him. <laughs> The most the sensitive and, and, and inflammable people mm. uh, do not find Donald Jr. genuinely distressing. Yeah, yeah. It's fu- yeah, so, like, if I if he runs whatever, I don't think he's going to Eric may escape from his can of spam and also try to do something at some point. But it is they, they make those cans pretty secure. They're hard to open from the inside, I should think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have much to fear from the Trump children. I think it's possible that people could transplant onto Don, uh, onto Don Jr. if Don Sr. Or do you dies. think they'd go I think it's for possible, Ivanka? Because you yeah, remember how she's definitely the most popular of the them. the racist militia guys um, glom on to like blonde women. Yeah. And elevate them to Aryan goddess status, like they did with Lauren Southern and Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that she could pull it off, but I don't think she has the will to do it. She may not have a choice. That's true. It may be foisted upon her. It may That's be her true. only source of employment as well. Potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could be bad. Want, although she's Jewish, so maybe, damn, it's hard to call. <laughs> Fascists can just overlook that when they decide to. Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> logical consistency is not the important thing. Um, yeah, I, I would worry more... If it's not Don Donald Trump, senior, former president of the United States, uh, still the president, but you know, I'm throwing throwing people a bone there. Uh, if he's not running in 2024, it could be uh, Tom Cotton, which is frankly like end end of days. Well, so, Ted Cruz will have another go. Ted Cruz would be Mike Pence shitty. will have a go. Mike Pence will have a go. Um, he could be fucking pretty awful. Ben Carson probably won't. I'd be very surprised if Carson tilts for it. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, Tom Cotton definitely will. I've seen libertarians on Facebook who would like Ben Shapiro to run, Fuck. which would be... He'd be an early dropout. He'd so be a very early dropout. I would, I would, I'd like to see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's. The, I read an article that who's the Liberty University some... kid? Um, oh fuck! Well, uh, is, is it is he Jerry Fuller Jr.? Jr.? I can yeah, see I him having a go for it. He, he seems like the kind of guy who could take over the Republican Party if it's available. Yeah, potentially because they've stopped being like a coherent political organization. They are Absolutely. now just a headless body waiting for an activation screw. Yeah to get inserted and who knows who that'll be but none of the options are very good Ivanka Trump might be the best option Jesus how bleak is that that's what we're here for (laughs) (laughs) alright another good point Darcy another good dot point Uh, even though Biden's 
presidency means fuck all in terms of material politics and uh, our hopes uh, for the future or whatever. It has been sort of gratifying to see tiny flickers of uncertainty from other right-wing dickheads uh, in the Anglosphere with Scott Morrison completely failing to back the right horse in yeah, just Scott the Morrison basic fucked strategic. up big time, but you know who screwed up even more? Bozza! Bozza. Fucking Bozza. So Bozza has not only jeopardized the Good Friday peace agreement, which Joe Biden is personally very attached to for two reasons. Mm -hmm. Firstly, he considers himself an Irish American, and he has, as many Irish Americans do, a very romantic attachment to the concept of Ireland. Well, here's the thing. Just before before you go on. Actually, no, I'll let you go on, because you're going to forget otherwise. I I won't forget, but it flows perfectly. Um, Joe Biden defied the British government to invite Jerry Adams to America to begin mm. what became the Good Friday Peace Accord yeah. process. So he has a personal stake in the actual mechanism mm-hmm. of state that is that agreement. Yep. Um, so he personally despises Boris Johnson on several levels. 100%. This is what I was going to say. We hate Irish Americans for their completely frivolous attachment to the place. But one of the only things that I like about Joe Biden is the fact that his strong identification as an Irish person means that he's a fucking thorn in the side of British people. Yeah. He also, the BBC um, was like, do you have any comment for, for the BBC? And he just turned around and went, I'm Irish. And then walked (laughs) away. And it was just like, he's not going to do anything good, but he's apparently also was very personally, um, affronted by, Boris Johnson's cavalier racist remarks about Barack Obama. Yeah, I can't uh, imagine why, yeah. Ah, but because of his uh, Kenyan uh, heritage, uh, mm. he has a disdain uh, for the British Empire. Yeah. The brilliance of Bozza being like, the problem with Kenyans is we fucked them up completely <laughs> and that it's uh, <laughs> they need to let go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So, so what, what what this has done, though, is Boris Johnson has run out of options with Europe. The Europeans have made it abundantly clear to him that Britain's about to run out of time and mm-hmm. be, like, violently thrown out of the EU with no deal. Yeah. And he's lost his right-wing friend. So I, I think Boris Johnson was really heavily banking on, like, a kind of international sort of like right-wing Comintern almost yeah. that he could use to get some this sort, sort of, of some sort of axis. ironically nationalist international happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some sort of axis upon which he could turn his yeah. politics. But the only country... Globally. So th- th- there are, like, obviously countries like, you know, India, Brazil, which are emergent economies that have a lot of resources. Yeah. But the only country that had the actual financial clout that he desperately needed to stop... Because yeah. the UK has nothing really to offer Brazil or um, <laughs> or China or India. What are you talking about? Lot- Those markets all need innovative British jams. <laughs> but America had... Britain has financial services that America actually does need. Mm. Or rather, American rich people would like. Sorry, America doesn't sure. need them. Yeah. Um, and so Trump was the key to Boris Johnson's very thin thin chance of getting away with this ridiculous scam he's tried to run. It's really interesting to see, like, uh, this this fucking depressing 
trend of far right shit going through and being like oh it's all like it's not just over in the way that we all conventionally know it's over that climate change isn't going to be addressed that inequality isn't going to be addressed all of that that slow death march or whatever but like oh it seems to be accelerating into this fucking like nuclear worst case scenario or whatever and it's so refreshing just through the very minor change of going from one right-wing leader in America to a different right-wing leader in America just to see that shell crack a little bit. It's very satisfying in a sort of hopeless kind of way. Well, it's satisfying for me because I despise Boris Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I like it when he's unhappy. Uh, but I also... I'm kind of looking forward to the potential for you know, Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland to get out of this, like, UK coma that they've yeah. been in for 300 years or, mm. you know, longer in the case of Wales and start to actually develop their own... I'm in two places with this because I hate borders. There shouldn't be any borders. Borders are mm. bullshit and I can't stand them. But also, if you're a group who's being continuously marginalised by powerful people yeah. in your community, you need to have a border. Well, you need to have sovereignty, is yeah. the thing. And these people... Sorry, yes. Sovereignty is good, borders are not. Yeah. yeah. Sovereignty in, like, early establishing days can involve... Like, it involves borders. Yeah. As the as the world is set up or whatever. But yeah, 100%. Uh, to, to see Ireland, Scotland and Wales break away from... Oh, fuck, wouldn't that just be the most delicious thing? And I know that it's not... Well, and there was actually, there was a very good point. So I, I listened to a, a, a right-wing liberal mm. podcast called, oh, hang on, they've changed the name. It used to be called Romaniacs, which was an awful name. They've given an even worse name, which is Oh God, What Now? Uh, uh, and yep. they That's are- That's a British title, all right. They are the, the, some of the smuggest idiots you can yeah. possibly lay your hands on. However, one of them's all right. He's an actor from Greece, and he was pointing out I'm fairly confident with him that uh, the only obstacles that like Scotland and Wales had to joining the European Union if they left the UK mm. was that like Spain was really jumpy about separatists because of Catalonia and the Basque region and so forth. Yeah. And they would block any separatist state from being allowed to join the EU. Yeah. But now that England and it is England has chosen to leave the EU... Mm. that wouldn't be a problem anymore. Well, that would, that's so the, that's all the, the Celtic nations the... should be essentially <clears throat> hand-waved through if they chose to come in. Yeah. It could be... Because Scottish independence is through the roof now. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see... Because the is... only reason they stayed in the UK was they were worried they wouldn't be allowed to join the EU once they left the UK and yeah. they were taken out of the EU by the UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Magical. <laughs> fucking wonderful. I've, I, I know how much Irish Americans suck, and I've seen it happen in Australia with Australians as well. I think of myself as Celtic, but I don't like to, like, do too much of a shine about it, because, you know, I fucking lived my entire life in this country or whatever. But I've got to fucking ad admit, you get a little bit of a swell in the chest. As somebody who's uh, Irish and Scottish descent to just be like... Break off the shackles, my friends. Yes. My brothers. I was driven out. My fa The only reason I'm fucking here is because the English drove my fucking family out of the country. 
So, even though that doesn't mean anything material, I'm not an oppressed person or anything, it just gives me a little swell of pride. To the just only, like, them, the only sour taste is the um, people left behind in England. Oh, of course. Uh, who do not necessarily deserve to be ruled by Tories in perpetuity. It's a messy, Like everyone north of terrible Birmingham. Yeah, they should just break away as well, well Sorry, including and north of Birmingham, to well, be fair. Ride the fucking wave. Most of the people in London who aren't, you know, rich, but make up the, just, you know, the people yeah. in London. Back when, back when England was an ununified collection of, like, tiny kingdoms or whatever, what kingdom was that? Do you know? The North? What kingdoms? Um, well, Mercia, I think. Mercia? Yeah. Mercia and Wessex. All right. So have them be separatists as well. That, that would be my solution. Let's just balkanize the entire fucking place. Maybe it would be easier to just, and then like... just sink London, cut a perfect circle around it like a fucking Bugs Bunny cartoon with a handsaw. Well, you'd only have to... Hang on. Because ocean. you'd only have to really sink West London. Yeah, sure. Right? Let's so get more specific. West London and the home counties, just, mm. just fade them into another realm yeah. of existence and keep the rest of London and England, which is not inbred psychopathic rich people. Yeah. Basically, they should just to wear execute the aristocracy. Yeah, yeah, basically, they should go. It's yeah. time for them to go French on mm. on these people. Mm. Absolutely, it is. I mean, it's a French aristocracy anyway. It's only fitting they meet a French end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's good point number two. Is seeing. God, are we only up to number two? Seeing, it's well, no, it's four. It's two bad oh, points. Yes. Two good points. Oh, thank heavens. Uh, I can't think of a third bad point beyond like well all right let's talk about biden's cabinet mm. i can think of plenty of bad points that i don't really want to talk about like uh, the the many ways in which it's all terrible but let's talk about biden's cabinet yeah i just sorry uh, I just, i've I, i've got mighty boosh happening now captain, captain cabinet's trapped in cabinet's gonna get out really get out, out. of course he will, will. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Biden's cabinet trapped in cabinets, probably, <laughs> given the fucking confidence of the, that, that they select so for because this shit. in America, if um, if a senator stops being a senator, you don't get to vote for another <laughs> senator. Yeah. So we're not going to have Warren or Biden until the next, uh, presumably 2022, maybe we'll have... Warren or Bernie. Warren and Bernie, yeah. I mean... But, uh, sorry, not Biden, yeah. Biden's yeah. the president. And <laughs> yeah. I bet they can't also be cabinet members either, which is a good idea, but... <laughs> <laughs> if the president were a senator, that would be fucking... I, mean, I don't know, man. Uh, well, look, we're not going to get Bernie or Warren because they're just... They're not going to... Oh, I, w- I yeah. think Warren would jump at a job in Biden's cabinet. I think they would both, but Bernie's... You keep sh- scooting further away from the mic. It's going to be so, like, <laughs> distance-sounding like I'm talking it's to you. because my legs room. are really sore from the gym. <laughs> Stretch them out. You I know, but I, back. I'm subconsciously just sort of <laughs> keeping them... Because they've got quite... These are my shoes with tread, so I... I yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were my boots, it would be fine. They aquaplane. <laughs> and carpet plane. And that's, that's not a problem. Yeah. Unless you're at Flinders Street train station trying to not look like a fuckwit, in which case it's extremely difficult. <laughs> um, let's rock it through this very quickly. Uh, I, we won't get Warren or Bernie, not because there's a practical reason, but because those arguments about state governorship or whatever. Firstly, the governors have said that they would replace them with 
Democrats or people caught or Democrat caucusing independents because it's only like six months to a year until those elections anyway. Yeah. However, I don't expect the Republican governors to hold themselves Ooh. to that. And I also don't expect uh, Biden. I, well, what I think states that are his... Vermont and Massachusetts? Yeah, 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 yeah. I could maybe see those governors honoring that because they're on kind of precarious, tilty grounds. Yeah, sure. Margins. I mean, it's it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible that they would, but I think I don't think that it'll get that I far because it, I think, regardless of that guarantee, the Biden administration will use that as an excuse not to have Bernie or Warren in their cabinet because they don't want fucking- Or not bother with excuses and just appoint business people. Well, it's funny that you should say that because I can't remember and all Republicans. Of, I can't remember all the names. Yeah, they're, they're talking about fucking- the fucking names that they throw around. The fact that John Kasich- I think John Kasich should be in charge of- uh, In fact, just keep keep what's her chops in education. She's doing fine. Betsy DeVos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just don't change anything about that. Just a series her, of- her sort of like low key insidious evil has, has flown wonderfully under the headlines. Yeah, yeah, it's She's true. Been doing great. We're, that fucking university that we nobody talked wants about- to wake Ben Carson up, so he gets to keep housing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that fucking university course that we talked about here that was like a Bachelor of Western Civilization, and it was oh, just the most the dog brain. F- shit. Yeah, from that's. The, I don't know what were they the the poor sign Renaissance yeah. Institute. Or <laughs> yeah, something like called, that. Yeah. That's like 40% of all education in the US. It's just <laughs> <laughs> degrees like that from Freedom University. Just churning out patriotism right studies. YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. And then they go on and they fucking. Yeah. The devil's atheist for America. <laughs> um, Eagle. <laughs> the only name that I can remember from the Biden. Uh, cabinet things that have been floated around so far because there's a few different things is uh meg whitman for uh business or some shit meg whitman being the ceo of uh quibi wait no <laughs> yeah they're putting a quibi in charge of <laughs> yeah. anything the company that's just folded the company that was <laughs> like <laughs> what if we were youtube but we spent a fucking fortune yeah. on all of our videos <laughs> what if we spent 16 million dollars per 10 minutes of entertainment charged more than youtube delivered less and folded within the year what if what if that happened well now we know you get a cabinet position <laughs> What if we decided to re- release a streaming service that was compatible with fewer devices? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By narrowing our market. this I remember this is why in the 90s, Apple was kicking the absolute shit out of Microsoft. Yeah, of yeah. all of the things you Microsoft, use Apple on. Apple would... <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. It's so embarrassing that Meg Whitman would be up there as a potential. You couldn't, you can't, I don't know. Is it because, like, people didn't explain to Joe Biden what Quibi was? Did he just like the word? Yeah, I think so. I think because she used to be on the board for eBay. So they would have said, it's a former eBay executive. You know what eBay is. And she's just come off this very exciting product, uh, project Quibi. I wonder what being on the board for eBay actually consists of. Because it's basically know. just, you know, a garage. It's just a guy's garage. Yeah. But it's big garage. Global. Yes. Oh, actually, it's no, it's not. It's going to be the most demanding do board position, is it? The board position is that you have to stand behind a pulpit and call every auction as though it's a real <laughs> auction. <laughs> <laughs> just to an empty room. 
And we're going to Weed Lord for twenty sixty nine. Weed Lord for twenty sixty nine with a dollar and seventy for <laughs> for the crazy balls uh slightly used bouncy ball novelty set. We got Weed Lord for twenty sixty nine. Anybody beating out Weed Lord for twenty sixty nine? We've got Nicole and her seven beautiful grandchildren. Nicole and her seven beautiful grandchildren. Strong buyers on the website. Okay. Thousands of cushions. Got an alarmingly comprehensive uh, Wehrmacht collection here. <laughs> Helmets, uniforms, boots, the fucking belts. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Item of considerable historical Concerning amount of bids coming up as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lot of interest around. We've got a lot of historians in the audience. <laughs> Do we give it to Herman Vitalis or... Or Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Who's weirdly cropped up again. Mark Vis of Avralius, because they're using the V's instead of the U's. Oh, of course they are. Um, Why wouldn't they? And it's, you know, fucking David by Michelangelo, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. There was a V is U in Latin twist in a semi-big show by a a writer and director who I respect quite a lot that... uh, the the show wasn't fantastic. It had its it had its things. I don't want to. If I tell you the name of the show, it spoils the thing. But uh, I will say that that one twist where it was like, actually, this V is a U was one of the biggest groans that I've had watching <laughs> a piece of media recently. Uh, cabinet looks dog shit. It's actually pronounced the old shop as well. That's a distressing fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. No, I never said ye oldie shoppy no, until the twentieth century because it's just a different spelling for the same thing. History sucks. Real history sucks. What a boring place. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking blows. Get rid of it, in my opinion. Uh, So I'd like to finish this off because we've been going for fucking too long. I'm going to... I don't think we're actually... We don't have an hour of material. There was a lot of fucking around at the start. We definitely have an hour of material. If people... If anyone is still listening, we can pretty much do what we want to them, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh... So the cabinet is bad. It all It's all just summed up by the quibby person. That's the lodestone that kind of fucking directs the entire... Co- sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot quibby. Jesus. It, it, we don't... That's no, it. I'm not going to go back That's the whole it. thing. My final good... Uh, uh, good... What's good about this election... I'm sure election, they'll get someone from point. Enron to help her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, like Kamala Harris's brother-in-law is like one of the fucking top people at Uber and her niece is an Uber executive and Uber's just pushed through that Proposition 23 legisla- uh, 22 of legislation in California. Of all the things in I've California. heard in 2022, 2020, I'm <laughs> 20, jumping ahead. Yeah. That's the least surprising yeah. piece of But horror. here's I, I, just very self-contained. Uber sponsored Prop 22, which... Uh, was designed oh, that's to why keep... I made my mistake because of Prop 22. Because I said Prop 22. Because yeah. I, I was reading about this. Yeah, so Prop 22 was designed to keep, basically to keep uh, Uber drivers uh, unstable, yep. to deny them benefits or whatever. Was it her relative who sent out the good work for standing up to big money unions? Well, he would have been involved, circular. presumably. That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, fucking standing up to big unions. Yeah, Jesus big fucking money Christ. fucking unions. Um... <laughs> But my, the the really terrifying With thing, their velvet overalls. <laughs> yeah, they spent like what, like two hundred million dollars on that fucking campaign, um, and they got a law pushed through which requires a seven out of eight majority to amend or overturn. 
So they've managed to enshrine in Californian law something which is basically unremovable, and now they're looking to... And California's, like, the most significant liberal state in America. Yeah, it's also where all of the business shit happens. I know, it's because liberalism's a horrible nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the centre of a lot of... Do you hate being, like, oppressed by a tyrant? What if you were the tyrant? What if we atomise society <laughs> into tiny, tiny... Ty- and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. A, a nation of tyrants. That should be the subtitle. Do you want to be a rich guy with a clean conscience? Or at least mostly clean conscience? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not clean, you can pay somebody to clean it for you. Anyway, that, that legislation is, is fucking horrible. That's just... A, it's cabinets adjacent or whatever. These are terrible fucking people that we're dealing with. Lest anybody think that I'm too enthusiastic about the Biden win. Because I assure you I'm not. Yeah. Uh, Don't mistake the beer for optimism. Uh huh. But the final good point, I've saved the sweetest till last. In my opinion, the last in our little three good, three bad uh, thing, the last good thing about the US election is seeing Donald Trump eat shit. Definitely. And, and his movement. Definitely, definitely the best thing Joe Biden's done in his political career yeah. has been to be Donald Trump losing the election. Yeah, just to enable that has been... And a fucking a sack of wheat could have done it and probably done better than Biden. This is the unlosable election. There have been They've unlosable lost elections unlosable to be elections, to be I'm going to give Joe Biden this credit. He sure. did manage, with yeah. the support of the Democratic Party, to not lose to Donald Trump, yeah, which is yeah. a feat of some kind. I don't precisely know how he managed it. I think with the help of coronavirus. Yeah, I think we should all be very <laughs> grateful to COVID-19 at the moment, paradoxically. That's the official weakness for bleakness. It takes- Position. Thank you, COVID nineteen. It takes a quarter of a million dead. Yeah. To just nudge not yeah, the Nazi yeah, to just, over the line. To really fucking split the country almost <laughs> directly in two in terms of their voting populace. It's almost a statistical tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job. There are places. There are fucking uh, states where uh, Joe. Yo, I, Yo Jorgensen, Joe Jorgensen. I think Joe, it's Joe Jorgensen, Joe but Jorgensen. I also like to call her Yo Jorgensen. Yo Jorgensen, yeah. The libertarian candidate did what they accused Jill Stein of doing in 2016, where she received uh, Just enough, enough votes, votes to not have a- To cover the margin, yeah. to cover the split. So, you know, that's been delicious. Seeing fucking manga heads piss their pants online has been gratifying. Despite every, despite all the bleakness surrounding this, despite the sorry state of of politics and the world, one of them seeing, put out a groveling apology for like winding up liberals after Hillary Clinton lost. Oh, did you read did it? That, it I was did. So it was, it was, it was. That's the, precious. It was more cringe than anything that I've drunk posted at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> like, I didn't realize that it was actually like. This level of pain when yeah, your yeah. favourite politician loses the thing. It was Which is tone deaf in its own way. It's all such freewheeling fucking chaos and schadenfreude that it's- it- Praximus Prime has been sleep deprived for two weeks. He's had so much interaction. They're all convinced that the, <laughs> that the votes are fraudulent. People have- One of the I things- I think guy told me that in um, Pennsylvania, um, 700,000 votes ballots were delivered after 8pm. And therefore, weren't valid. It's like seven hundred thousand, really. Seven hundred thousand. What's That's the information? Quite there? a lot of vote. 
ballots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 700,000. There was some gotcha where it was like, a That's van like a- has pulled up outside the fucking polling station and they're loading equipment. And a journalist had to be like, that was my photographer with his yeah. fucking cameras and shit. It's been a hoot. Like, these votes weren't being super... Like, they were. They just wouldn't let you in because you're clearly a fucking mentalist. They didn't let a fucking dude with an assault rifle and a bald eagle graphic Covered in dry, flaky barbecue sauce. Yeah. Just... (laughs) Wander in people while they were trying. Yeah, and be like, I'm a self-authorized sovereign citizen poll scrutineer. As a sovereign citizen, I respect the authority of the White House completely. (laughs) Yeah. And I will not see it be uh, desecrated by statists. Something I really liked uh, seeing was, you know, that classic uh, woman crying over Hillary defeat photo that's the the woman with the short blonde hair and the glasses yes they use her as the enraged lib for all their shots yeah yeah uh people have just been posting that photo and being like look at this trump supporter lose their mind and trump people being like no no that's from the 2016 election and people just being like no 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 it's it's from the trump thing i saw it somebody sent it to me and the trump people just being like they're taking i saw somebody who's like they're taking out memes (laughs) (laughs) fucking socialist seizing memes (laughs) Seizing the memes of- I saw a use of that, uh, usage of that shot, right? But they also, it was juxtaposed with a a photo of her from like two and a half seconds later where she had a normal person's face. Yeah. (laughs) It was always, it was always a It was obviously, yeah, it's a fucking motion photo. unkind. We all look like shit when we're taken, snapped in motion photos. The human face does not look good. No. Because it's carefully calibrated to. Yeah. Um, It's like when you pause a fucking animation where it's between keyframes and it's- the caption was, right, the meme bit was mm. like, you know, oh, Russian collusion ruined the election. And then for the happy face, how dare you impugn the sanctity of the election? Yeah. And they were like, lol, hypocrites. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that works the other way just as well. If you're yeah. going to make fun of them for that, you have to accept that you're also being a complete prick. Yeah, and you're doing it now. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't When come you out have two bag, completely equal oppositional points of view, you can't use one of them to explicitly critique the other. That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially when you're arguing now- that there's like collusion and fraud, and, the, uh, and the, therefore they were right in, in 2016. The, in the first the instance, it's like, was- yeah, Russia dabbled in the election and it was very overblown because mm. it didn't massively affect anything that I'm aware anything. of. But they, they still had it, they still had thing. a chance, right? Because Putin was like, yeah, sure, 30 nerds with computers. I think I can afford that somehow. Yeah. See if you can annoy the Americans. Well, somebody was Whereas like, it's another instance, election year. Do you want to do the same thing? no evidence that there's yeah. systemic fraud of any kind. No. Judges have been throwing out a lot <laughs> of Judges cases. have been having a wonderful time. Yeah. Donald Trump's been baffled by how judges are not mercenaries for hire, which is actually yeah. kind of soothing. And the judges probably realize that if they let anything get through to the Supreme Court that that's where see this is the thing would it, I think that the Supreme would Court it, would fucking betray him I think everybody would I think him. I think Neil Gorsuch is stupid enough to support him I don't think Kavanaugh no. is that thick I think his survival instincts are too good 100% and Amy Coney Barrett has been given what she wanted so she has no further need of him yeah 
The second that she can't be removed. The second that Mitch McConnell was like, we should wait until all of the ballots are counted, and, and we should like. This is why Trump's claim- children are the way they are, by the way, because he always gives them their reward before he's made his expectations clear and made them earn it. And he's <laughs> done the same thing with the Supreme Court. But, yeah, but he cut Don Jr. off from awards when he was 14 years old. And Don's just been feverishly chasing the rewards ever since. Granted, that is true. But also in that case, I'm mm. pretty sure he wouldn't have made his expectations clear. It would have just been completely arbitrary cruelty yeah, as yeah. far as the child yeah. was concerned. The time that he fucking, what, he wanted to go to the basketball or something. He was going with his son and his son and Donald Jr. was like not wearing a suit or something. So Donald Trump slapped him in front of his friends. Yeah. He was like college aged and was just like, you look like shit. And it's like, what does that do to somebody's psyche? Having their dad show up in a limousine and just fucking open hand. Imagine being so devoid of class that you think a business suit is appropriate attire for a sporting occasion. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the bit that cuts. You know that you're right to wear the basketball jersey or whatever the fuck you're wearing. None of your friends have said anything. You know that they're more normal than your fucking crazy dad. Robin made me watch The Real Housewives of Sydney, which I actually quite enjoyed because they are stratospherically insane. Yeah. And they went to the polo and they were dressed like it was a day at the races and it it made me crazy because the polo is not a fancy do. Like, you just dress for the country. Sure. I don't know anything about polo, but I'll take your word for it. It's not a fancy thing. Only... Donald Trump and people like Donald Trump think it's fancy. Well, it's very much a corporate box thing. It's safer uh, for horses than the racing as well, because they don't ever run flat out. I'm sure. They just canter. Well, we... Not going to get into the Melbourne Cup right now. Yeah, yeah, we can't. Please stop murdering the horses. (laughs) Yeah, I would appreciate it. (laughs) It fell on my birthday this year, so it was like, uh, cool. It wasn't so long ago that we were blind to the horrors of the Melbourne Cup. No. It really wasn't. Fairly recently, I feel like that turn. uh, But it's pretty irrefutable. Uh, That's the US election. That's the wrap up. Yeah. I I was relieved, but not ecstatic. Yeah. It's good to see Donald Trump lose. It's good to see Donald Trump lose. It's bad to see see Biden win. It's annoying that the Dems still suck so much that they didn't actually achieve anything with the victory. It was a... Yeah. It wasn't quite a Pyrrhic victory, but it was exactly in between a Pyrrhic victory and a proper victory. Yeah. But still not a draw. It's a special kind of Democrat magic. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> really writing that Vaguely line. Vaguely positive, no result. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just basically, it's like it never happened sort of yeah. level of fucking uh, event. Or some guy at the pub after the game where he's like, well, no results, basically a win against Man United. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is it. Uh, it's Except sh- it's not Man United. It's like the under-12s for Manchester United and you was the proper team and you still only drew with them. A hundred fucking percent. There'll be plenty of time to complain about the incoming administration, uh, but it is good. I need to stop picking that. It is good. <laughs> it is good to see the outgoing. It makes me look like I have a problem. <laughs> I didn't notice until you <laughs> drew attention to it. But all right, I'm sure the listener can now go back and track well, the an sounds of part the- of being on the left is um, throwing yourself under the bus before anybody <laughs> else has a chance to, yeah. and hoping it comes across as some kind of like concise and clear thought process. Yeah. Hoping that it, it, yeah, it stands in for, like, moral accountability. Yeah. Bursting <laughs> breathlessly into a room and going, I'm a dickhead. 
That's true. All right, we, that's enough. Should we put it to bed? The yeah. uh, the election. Put and it move to on? bed. character Mario from the Super Mario Brothers. He's Luigi's brother. Yes. I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Short fellow, red cap. Always presented as an Italian plumber. But before they got John Martinet involved to do the voice, they're like, it's a me, oh, woohoo, that guy. And he didn't have a voice. He's a big dude <clears throat> for such a high voice. Have yeah, you seen him? Yeah, he he's like really tall. He's, he's, he's fucking, uh, he's a- He's a Goliath. Sad, sad dude as well uh, a little bit but um keep it up keep the tempo up but on it it was just there was a it was a simple ratio joke we don't need to go into his character uh before he came around and put an italian voice well uh, you know safe to do racist italian accent on what japanese people thought was an italian voice yes yeah this is like the limits of the american imagination whenever they would have have him on like ads or whatever uh because, you know, they would advertise stuff using characters in America. They would get some actor and he would always be like, Hey, kids, how you doing? It's me, Mario. I jump on Goombas. <coughs> what are we doing? Let's go. <laughs> and stuff. And it's just like, I love the idea that it didn't occur to Americans that he was just Italian. <laughs> Until the Japanese company hired a dude to do an Italian accent that they were all just like, Oh, yeah, Mario. We all know Mario. It's my brother, Luigi. How you doing, Luigi? I get it. They goes working trays. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm trying to save a princess here. you fucking Koopa. Anyway, I just think that's funny. You want to talk about Joel Fitzgibbon? I don't want to talk about Joel Fitzgibbon <laughs> ever, but I feel compelled to. Yeah. It ties in a little bit with the US election. We were discussing earlier before we hit record because mm. we're professionals and we get all of our interesting material out of the way before. It, we it use makes the, it easier for me if we just wait until the last um, possible minute to hit is, record. <laughs> so AOC has hit back at the Democratic Party because they have tried to. Uh, scapegoat her and the rest of the progressive movement for centrists losing their seats. Yes. And she pointed out that the Democratic Party can't campaign for shit. Mm-hmm. A great, and great uh, article in... Is it the New Yorker, her interview? Or the, New York um, Times? the Guardian had a production of it, and I think the New York Times also have a production of it. Shame. Hate to Presumably the New York, the New Times, York Times are the ones who let it out. I, I'm a subscriber to the New York Times. I can't remember if it was them or the Guardian. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember subscribing to the New York Times. I, I think that's how it went happens. to look and at their website go- one day. I discovered I had an account. Yeah, and, yeah. And I had to get my password off them. It was an ordeal. It's notoriously difficult to unsubscribe from the New York Times. I don't want to unsubscribe. Like it's fine. It's cheap. It's you know. It's readable. Yeah. It's better than the Age. It's it loves coups. It does love coups. Yeah, this is true. You must never it let loved- yourself be led by the New York Times. No. But there's lots of fun to be had. There was a yeah. great article uh, from one of their. <laughs> Writers was just headlined. Stop going on about Joe Biden's age. What we need is his wisdom, uh, which was, oh, of course, yeah. Not only a snappy headline, yeah, but never substantiated throughout the rest of the no, article. What, which, the panegyric to Joe Biden that that was that. But anyway, um, AOC had effectively yeah. returned the power serve, saying problems not progressive values. 
the problem is that you don't have any campaign competence. Yeah. Remember how I was a bartender and I just like waltzed in and shafted one of your party bosses in a pr- yeah. primary because you can't campaign. And all this, st- you're all useless. All the statistics and the results, like back uh, right up to the fucking hilt. She's like, look, five of these people refused. Uh, no, five of these people accepted my help when I offered to help them with campaigning. The rest refused. The five who accepted my help all won their races. The people who refused all lost yeah. their and races. And she's not like a witch or a wizard. She's no. just someone who can communicate with people. Yeah. <laughs> a smart person a who functional- isn't fucking 98 years <laughs> yeah. old. A functional adult. Chuck Grassi is like, how much does it cost to send a telegram these days? I don't know what Chuck Grassley sounds like, but he's fucking old. He looks like he sounds like that. Or Mario, possibly. He could sound like Mario. As well. Hey, it's me, Chuck Rasley. <laughs> uh, I saw a lot of carpets. <laughs> it, it occurred to me that uh, her critique of the Democratic Party was also a valid critique of the Australian Labour Party. And it's a critique that rests on a very, very, very similar, if not exactly the same, Hinge, which was during the golden age of the Democrats in America and Mm. Labour in Australia, their campaigning was done for them by highly organised and disciplined union organisations. They spoke to working class voters. They also spoke to middle class voters quite effectively. They were able to arrange proper logistical information distribution campaigns because mm. organized workers are surprisingly quite good at organizing that kind of shit yeah because it's what they fucking do mm-hmm. and it Funny that made it possible for the dems and for labor here to sell progressive messages to voters in yeah. america that was about breaking down segregation and fighting for workers and union rights mm-hmm. in australia it involved such highfalutin concepts as all of the houses being connected to the sewage mains. <laughs> which, may I remind you, Gough Whitlam still only just fucking squeaked over the line <laughs> with, do you not want to be up to your ankles in poo all the time? And we yeah. went, oh, I don't know about this. Mm. I've heard about you blokes that come in promising the world. <laughs> 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 I'll give you a chance, but don't fuck it up. Um, And then how quickly that lesson was forgotten. How quickly we forgot how convenient it is to have your poo skated across the city in a processing (laughs) area by an interconnected series of I haven't forgotten because my building is having the sewage connectors redone. So I can't use anything that has water going through pipes and from half past seven in the morning to yeah. half past three in the evening. Isn't it great? Which is one of the reasons it took me so long to bake the fucking cake today. There was um, a... <laughs> my, my parents have a septic tank Been by their house. Like it works. Sorry. <laughs> I've, just, I've had power tools next to my head for almost two years now. Because yeah. everywhere I live has massive works going on. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I've got a Pavlovian hate response to motors. Consistent here as well, actually. Yeah, my parents have a septic tank just because they live out. That like, is such a, <clears throat> Your parents are Catholic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe they chose they it for religious reasons. They do not fuck at all. It just seems like a very Catholic all. thing to still have a septic tank. I, 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 they would love to be connected to a 
broader sewage system. Maybe that's even happened. I don't know. I don't think so. But they're like, yeah, they're middle class people. They're not fucking uh, Amish or anything like that. No, well, the Catholics are never as bad as the Amish. Yeah, when it comes to plumbing solutions and waste management, they're very cosmopolitan people. But they didn't have a choice because of the location of where they built their house. It was undeveloped when they bought the land. And it is 100% one of those things where it's like, most of the time it's fine, but then it's like, oh, there's a problem with the septic tank. <laughs> it's just everybody's face falls and there's a two-week period where you walk outside and it smells like shit. Yeah. And then a man <laughs> has to come and deal An with it. extremely happy looking plumber. Yeah. Like, oh, right. good. One of these. Mm. Fantastic. Great. I love to go to the past. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel is such a magical experience. Actually can't fix this. It's like IT. We're like, yeah, it's too old. I can't. Nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah. You've just got to upgrade. You could sell it to an enthusiast, maybe. You don't want to meet them in person. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank there's, you, there's eBay. A, there's, a, there's a guy. There's a, sell it to a prepper. A prepper will pay you <laughs> yeah, millions 100%. of dollars for it. I wonder. I should ask them what the state of their sewage system is now. Anyway. Uh. Which is just, just to say, yes, it's ridiculous that it Listen took to us- Family Man, Kieran Stevenson, yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, it hasn't c- uh, come up in my mind. All of my relatives have flushables. I mean, the, the toilets flush. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a- I know, I'm just- I'm sorry. I've, an I've, open air pit that we all hoik our shit into from a bucket. I was living in the actual Iron Ages. That'd be unbearable. Um- what were we talking about? Left-wing organizing. <laughs> ah, yeah. So, yeah. what the Democrats and Labour both did mm. at the same time was usher in neoliberal yes. economics, and they completely and totally gutted and killed the organizations that had done pretty much all of their actual campaigning. Not The organizing, the manpower, the... Well, I mean, fundraising, all of it, literally all of it. Yeah. And then began to blame everybody who used to associate with those organisations for why they were failing. Yeah. So Joel Fitzgibbon, who listeners that are more savvy to US and British politics than Australian politics, which is apparently a lot of Australians, including sometimes the hosts of this podcast. Yeah, I would say- uh, Joel Fitzgibbon is an old school right-wing Labour Party faction from the Mm -hmm. federal- branch of the party he came in with the same kind of graduate class as anthony albanese yeah you may well have come across him because he is especially of late been in the papers a lot talking about how labor needs to embrace fossil fuels yeah and just generally be right wing horrible yeah he was the guy who was like if if labor only achieve our goals if we do everything possible to undermine those goals yeah it's very much the joel fitzgibbon school He's one of the um, galaxy brains that decided to replace Gillard with Rudd two seconds before the election in the hope that nobody would notice. Great move. (laughs) Wonderful move. Um, Nothing says confidence like bringing back the guy that you said couldn't lead the party. Yeah, yeah. To replace the person that you said should take over from him. Wonderful move. So weird that voters found that (laughs) disquieting. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is strange as far as strategy goes. He's also the guy who was like, if we adopt uh, progressive 
policies on climate change, you'll be imperiling hundreds of thousands of jobs in the Hunter Valley. Because until- there won't be new jobs. It will just be those ones stop and that's yeah. it. So that's the end of the conversation. And also a fact checker was immediately like, there are like a couple of hundred jobs in the Hunter Valley. This is also- He the overinflated it by so several orders of magnitude. The thermal coal. So the thing about mining, right? Mm is I once had an argument with somebody who said that electricity from renewable sources wouldn't be worth investing in because you still need mines to get the primary resources to yeah. build batteries. And True. I said, yeah, but the problem's not the actual act of mining. That's yeah, not what it's makes an interesting- people angry. The problem is the product of the thermal coal yeah, and yeah. the consequences for the atmosphere. I That's was doing some reading about renewables and People and aren't cross with, like, being given cyanide because you made them eat something. It's the yeah. what the, is in the pill that makes them angry. Yeah, exactly. It's bizarre to me that- <laughs> that that has become that mining has been pinpointed as the problem for so yeah. many people. The problem is the specific the thermal right. coal mines. Yeah. It's like it, actually, if we go into renewables, we'll need to expand mining quite considerably because you know we need fucking nickel and cobalt. Yeah, but yeah, and then we'll have a huge fight because you're going to trash indigenous lands, and that will be another fucking debacle, and yeah. fiasco, and nightmare Just that we have to wade <laughs> through. But the point there'll is- be an uninhabited part of the desert that the indigenous people have labelled centuries ago, like the do whatever you want with it pit of shit, and they'll forego that for like some fucking place called Temple Grove, where it's just like, oh, this is the home of one of the most sacred dreamings in the fucking country, and they'll be like, we'll do it here. Yeah, but the indigenous people didn't have ancient Greeks building shit, so yeah, it's of no interest to us. They didn't, which is if anything, their fault. House, yeah. For not understanding how we would perceive value. For not even realizing that they were in a fucking extremely brutal arms race. We learn about the country where fucking colonizers. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that a fucking funny thought? We're getting sidetracked on another rant. Uh, It still hurts. (laughs) The worst. I I love to be complicit in genocide and ethnic cleansing. It's great. I especially like it to be a constituent part of my national identity. That's what I think. That is is embraced even by the major alternative to the major right-wing party. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Joel Fitzgibbon. Joel Fitzgibbon. (laughs) Has decided that the the reason why Labour lost the last election Mm -hmm. wasn't because they mixed their messaging on renewable energy and fossil fuels. It wasn't because they chiefly campaigned on <clears throat> franking credits, which yeah. is an issue that affects what one and a half percent of the Australian public. Oh, the franking credits thing was a good policy, but it's not a fucking election policy. It That's something a, that you- It was, it was, it was, <clears throat> I'm I, I gonna push my, my, my boat out here. It wasn't a good policy because it was definitely gonna get picked up by Rupert Murdoch and used as a fucking massive whip. And it didn't really achieve that. But much. this is my point. It's a good policy in that I would. Well, like you mean to- if there was those things politics, it would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. If they just had power fine. to implement, for it. sure. But strategically, it was a ridiculous thing to fucking do. Fucking god awful. And I try not to get too wrapped it up was, in strategy, but a fucking it was. It was a dunce. Imbecile. Move. Nobody say, had yeah. franking credits. It was a ridiculous thing to fight about. Yeah. And what the common man is interested in is this very particular financial <laughs> instrument with. Uh, well, it, 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 it means that, that corporate taxes understands. are only taxed once by the corporation and you don't pay them subsequently as a shareholder receiving dividends. That's all it means. Yeah, but that this is what I, the common man doesn't give a fuck about that. 
well, no, which is why you don't make it the centrepiece yeah. of your election campaign. I'm agreeing with you and, in an uh, aggressive and, way, Darcy. And we will remember that it was the right wing <clears throat> of the Labour Party that thought yeah. that would be a good idea to yeah. put front and centre of the thing. How hard is it to just be like tax corporations? <laughs> Joel Fitzgibbons decided the problem was mm. that the environment, the shadow minister for the environment, was too good at trying to stop the world from burning to death. Yeah. And that what yeah. we need to do is get rid of him, send him... Is it Mark Butler? Send him to the back benches or give him another mm. cabinet and get a sensible centrist in charge of the environment so that we can agree with the coalition's policy on emissions. Yeah. And there was this beautiful bit. He was being interviewed. Do you remember Michelle Grattan? Yeah. Used to write, yeah. So she had him on her podcast. And she very deftly got him to admit that he was concerned about losing his seat in the Hunter Valley. Interesting. Right. And because she's at one of those journalists that doesn't exist anymore. She didn't, she didn't, <laughs> she didn't mention it. She didn't point it out. She yeah. just let him say it, and then she moved on. Um, but there was this fucking gorgeous bit where he said, we need to be speaking to these communities. We need to be reaching out to them and having a dialogue and a discussion. And I steam, you're the fucking MP, dickhead. <laughs> Go and do it. Yeah. Get out there and In talk fact, to many them. of your public statements have been Literally premised on the idea job. that you have been doing what, that. Do you want someone from Sydney to go to the Hunter Valley and talk? <laughs> That'll fucking go well. Yeah. You're the guy whose job it is to represent them, but also to be their access point to government policy. Yeah. It is your fucking job to sell it. <laughs> Literally, you are saying, I'm too afraid and incompetent to do my job, but I don't want to lose my seat, so we have to agree with the Tories. Mm. Because we don't have a fucking proper election campaign machine that we can call upon. Do you remember one of the reasons why Kevin Rudd steamrolled Howard in 2007 was because there was an enormous burst of union activity. Yeah. The unions had people everywhere. It was like the last fucking gasp. They were all over the shop well, and because they of, killed it. And because they of pushed labour through. Basically, yeah, right? because of work <clears> choices. Because that was such a nakedly. That was just an overreach. If Howard hadn't overreached, then the Kevin O'Seven, the Rudd slide. The Tories have, have got happened. a largely compliant media, mm. even more so now that the Ars Flowers basically turned the ABC into a better looking version of Channel 9. Yeah. Um, so SBS are now literally the only like worthwhile news voice yeah. in the country. Yeah, and for what it's worth, apparently a shithouse place to work and a terrible corporate. Just if you feel like feeling dispirited. <sighs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but definitely in terms of like the uh, end user experience, as I'm sure they like to call it, uh, it's the only one left. But we had this as well in the UK with British Labour. Mm party that has completely dismantled its election machine yep. because British unions are just as fucked as ours and just as fucked as the American ones mm -hmm. cannot campaign effectively because the only thing that you have when that massive media landscape is arraigned against you is strong unions that communicate between you and the public or just yeah almost, community almost democratically if you will yeah Labour Party don't have that conservatives have religious institutions, right, which mm -hmm. are not all conservative, but within certainly the Christian faith, 
the organised and politically disciplined and effective churches are conservative faction churches. Yeah. The Gosford Anglican Church cannot single-handedly fend off the rest of the Anglican Church and the Catholics mm. as well, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The conservatives have social networks, they <clears> have <throat> media networks. Progressives used to have unions and now those have gone. Yeah. And it is the fault of progressive political parties that the unions have gone because they all acquiesced in the dismantling of unions. Yeah. And for them to blame people who are putting forward progressive ideas for their for that being the reason that they are failing is disgusting and weak and it is burying this country. Because when Shorten, God love him, right, the little prick, took <laughs> Labour to lot to, to it, against what's his name? Who's our Prime Minister? Uh Skim Mobo. No. Josh Frydenberg's mate. Yeah. There were a lot of valid criticisms about the Labour Party platform. It wasn't progressive enough. Yeah. Sure. It was still very progressive compared to what Labour had offered of late. Uh, yeah. It was a good platform, yeah. policy for policy. I think I've, I have a I have a uh, conservative friend called Simon. I won't reveal his surname because I haven't asked him if I can, and he <laughs> has conservative friends yeah. that he needs to not lose for his job. Yeah, um, but just, he just very identical. He, first he, name. he, he <laughs> was amazed yeah. that Shorten lost that election As because he could were. see with a very clear, impartial eye. Policy for policy, <clears throat> Labour had a lot of really effective, good policies. Yeah. We didn't have anything. <laughs> well, yeah, the coalition- We uh, didn't even have any concrete policy promises not to implement Labour policies, which we often steal the good ones. We yeah, had nothing. Yeah. And- The coalition government has just been an, an unbroken chain of personal scams of ministers taking taxpayer money. It's been money an for unbroken them. chain of personal scams, dysfunctional government, terrible ideas that are backtracked from humiliatingly. Yeah. The only person who seems to be doing anything is fucking Stuart Roberts and every idea is worse than the last. But married to that is an effective campaigning mechanism. Yeah. Centrist politicians who for some reason have decided to make themselves at home in progressive parties can blame actual progressives for their losses until the cows come home. But yeah. it comes down to this. Business is never going to back you over the actual Tories. Yeah. They're just not. That's the... Who said that? The fucking uh, Eisenhower or whatever, who was like, if a voter has a choice between a genuine Republican and, and a, a fake Republican, they'll choose the genuine Republican. Yeah. They'll choose the genuine article every time. Eisenhower had some distressingly insightful analyses of <clears throat> American politics, given how fucking evil he was yeah um <laughs> well i mean sometimes evil is insight yeah. yeah the devil is a humanist i think we've mentioned that before mm. um but fitzgibbon also has this bit where he forgets as these centrists always do how unbelievably and ridiculously unfair the commercial media is right yeah because his thing was like, oh, if we make ourselves too progressive, then we're going to get attacked by the press. We have to backtrack and be mild and meek and dress yeah. ourselves as lambs, despite the fact that Julia Gillard presented the most amazingly like sensible centrist. If you were a neoliberal, really, yeah. 
who was interested in society not immediately collapsing, you should have loved Julia Gillard, right? Yeah. Her policies were all sensible, centrist, par excellence policies, and they tore her to fucking ribbons. Yeah. Malcolm Turnbull got assassinated twice because he wanted to have a fucking mild carbon trading scheme. You know, it is deranged for people to think that if you have a boring policy, Murdoch won't stab you in the back over it. Yeah. Or the front. Murdoch's actually very comfortable now stabbing people in the front in public. Because he's fucking won this war. Because he's won. Because Labour dismantled the unions and therefore don't have a campaign machine. Yeah. And you can bitch and whine about the policies until the cows come home. All you're doing is abetting the collapse of the counter-movement to the Tories. Yeah. All the Maybe Joel Fitzgibbon wants the Tories to win. Maybe. Yeah. As long as, 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 he, long keeps as he keeps his seat. his seat. I think he would actually prefer the Tories to win because he's more aligned with their environmental policy. And that seems to be the only fucking thing that he cares about, really, at the moment. Other than keeping his seat. And he certainly doesn't seem to perceive the fact <clears> that <throat> better jobs might be available. Yeah. If a coal mine, if a, if, if a purely thermal coal mine is no longer in operation. Yeah. Well, they're talking about He such- even said himself, he said, right, these guys don't want their kids to be coal miners. They want them to have a better life. I'm like, well, mm. d- d- give, give them a better life. Give them a better give life. Give everyone. Then. How about no one loses? Yeah. Could that be a thing that we get around to at some point? How about no one loses? How about this is for the benefit of everybody? How about one of Uh. you, even one of you, connect the dots and point that every single new mine that's open has fewer jobs than the last, and the big fucking Carmichael mine that was a huge thing ended up being, like, 50 jobs. Yeah. And And fly-in, fly-out workers don't actually contribute much to the local economy. Well, they fucking drive up real estate prices, They drive up real estate. Which is They drive up the price of beer and whiskey. And rum in Queensland. Yeah. But they don't, like, you can't build a community economy around fly and fly out <laughs> yeah. workers. Yep. It's not the same as having, like, an established factory in your town. No. Um, Fitzgibbon penned a fucking opinion column about how Biden's lackluster performance in the election is evidence that we need to abandon woke politics. Which is exactly what people, the fucking Democrats have been saying in America, but it's such a baby brain fucking take. And they're like, oh, oh, but uh, they, they called Biden, Biden a socialist in Florida and it cost him Florida. And it's like, yeah, well, so which what's is the difference? proof what's that the your difference? plan for merely mouthed bullshit policies yeah. is a waste of time. Because Joe Biden's whole raison d'etre for going into that fucking race was to make sure <clears throat> that the woke politics people didn't get anywhere near yeah. the nomination. He was he the electable candidate. He literally was the anti-socialist candidate. Yeah. As he kept saying repeatedly in the press, I beat the socialist. Don't see how that could turn off the voter base of the insanely popular socialist who outraised in small donations by several orders of magnitude. The, the willingness to avoid the actual people who make up the electorate in favour of these abstract ideas of broad demographics and stuff. Just imagine your criticism of fucking Anthony Albanese Mm. is that he's appeasing the left too much. Yeah. Really? Fucking... Really? It's like criticising Judas because he took too long (laughs) to betray Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. An absolutely fucking risible position to hold. It's... Didn't Fitzgibbon get fucking... Didn't he lose his... Uh, position, whatever he retired. Fucking, he retired. He resigned from 
Shadcab. He said that it was always his plan to leave after... He keeps calling this his project <clears throat> to make the party electable again. Yeah. Once he'd achieved his project of making the party electable again. It was always my plan. The to- general tendency in political parties is to deliberately be unelectable. Yeah. It was always my plan to have my plan accidentally refuted by the election results in the US, pen a series of weak pre-cum uh, opinion things and appear on podcasts shitting my pants publicly despite everybody that could see that I was wrong and then to resign in disgrace and then you, just everybody like, say bizarre things about your critics like oh well they don't spend as much time in working class communities as I do I don't know how much time Joel Fitzgibbon spends in working class mm. communities but I'm reasonably confident that there are QCs and fucking baronets that spend the same amount of time in working class communities as he does. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't count if you're there on like a political trail. No, shaking hands, putting on a hard hat for the camera. You have to live in that community for it to count. Yeah. Be a part of it. Visiting. Tourists are not citizens, son. Yeah. You can't, you can't say that I'm not connected to working class communities. I met Adani himself and he's a minor. And, and black. And then the screen just cracks. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> technical difficulties fucking thing. Ah, oh, wonderful. Yeah, I hate Joel Fitzgibbon. I'm glad that you brought him along today as our- I hate him as well. I think we need to spend more time working over members of the Australian Labor Party because our focus on yeah. the interesting things in America has been given the ALP a very easy ride. Yeah. Well, now we're, now we're in the long- and We've been very mean to Elbow, but it's time to be like- Looking at some of the reasons why he's been a much less effective leader than we would have liked. It's not because he just thought one day, I'd love to sacrifice my reputation for being the Tory fighter and become everything that I hated when I started being a politician. Yeah. Listen, they sat him down. Listen, Anthony. We're the ones who actually pull the purse strings. So we're going to need your suit to get 15% shinier and we're going to need your spine to get 80% looser. And when we say pull the purse strings, we mean explain why there's no money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The purse string. We have a ten dollar bill that we pass around to each other <laughs> in return for ineffectual promises. For I read a, I read an economics white paper about the velocity of currency, and I misunderstood it very, very fatally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm up for that because <clears throat> America is in the deathless entropy now of a democratic presidency. Yeah. So there'll be things happening there, but it's not the fucking, the high drama of Trump. The Granted, own- there could be some like coup shit that's happening that we'll probably- The next thing about, that will be but- interesting from America will be watching the various law enforcement agencies like fucking elbowing each other in the face, trying to arrest him as he leaves the White House. Yeah. Screaming about whose jurisdiction it is. There'll be interest there and there'll be outrage there, but I'm, I'm more and than the US Postal to- Service to- will just fly by being like, we got him already. We lured him out. Actually, we killed Trump three years ago, and that's his clone that you're arresting. Have you seen these fucking that Q is, things? I, I've seen some of the Q freakouts. Yeah. There's an English journalist called Jake Hanrahan who has been doing a, a podcast called Q Clearance, yeah. where he basically has been like revealing that it's- that weird porn guy who took over 8chan is yeah, cute, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But it's been, he's been revealing it very well, but he had a special bit where he interviewed a Q person post the Trump mm. debacle, and the guy was like, yeah, I feel like... I don't know. <laughs> Jake says, well, have any of the predictions come true, though? Like, 
one. Because I look at this, and every single time, you all get worked up, get your knickers in a twist, and then... They must bish, really... Bish, bosh, nothing happens, you know? What's going on? And I was like, yeah, it does feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you say it in that weird English way... completely unprepared <laughs> to be interviewed by a dour British person. I didn't person know they were working class English people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. No, there was, there was a woman who was talking about the Biden presidency, a cure, and the... the the fucking uh, clone thing is hysterical to me. The idea that people are being killed and or arrested, executed by the state, and then replaced with I mean, clones. Re- bear in mind, people thought that the Beatles could clone Paul McCartney in like the nineteen sixties. So. Yeah. Well, no, he was never a clone. He was just a exact duplicate hired from the oh, general right. populace. Sorry, I was going to say with the exact same wacky ideas voice. about our capacity to clone people is not a yeah. new. No, but the funniest one that I saw Maybe recently Maybe that's what's was, happened to Trump then. Maybe it's like Dolly the Sheep. Maybe they got it perfect, but it's breaking down at a terrifying pace. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So, I think one Q person suggested that Joseph Biden had been arrested by this benevolent deep state that keeps arresting and executing pedophiles. And this other woman was like- because it conflicted with her Q thing, was like, no, actually, he died. He was ex- He was already executed, like, three years ago, and it's his clone who's been arrested. To which I say, what did the fucking clone do? Because if Joe Biden was arrested and executed for pedophile crimes, as these Q people suggest, and then replaced with a clone, then why is the poor clone got to take the fucking rap for it? Yeah, I think- <laughs> Can you imagine you wake should, up one day in the deep state is like- to, cause I, I, I don't want to cut you off. I think for the listeners, Q is bandied around quite a lot and Q clearance- Oh, yeah. It is a hard turn into total so fucking insanity. What, what if you're Q not clearance actually is, is mm. it is an impressive level of security clearance, but it's nowhere near as exclusive as the Q cultists would like you to think it is. Yeah. It's basically, if there's a person in American politics who you have heard of- then they have got Q clearance. It yeah. just literally means you're trusted with government information yeah. over national level. Like you might be aware of a particular truck route or something that's carrying a fucking... Yeah, well, it, it, it like means that you are considered competent shit. to be a senior manager in the government. Yeah. There are like thousands <clears throat> of people in America that have Q clearance. Yeah, yeah. So this one person... The idea that none the, of them, they're all just like, ah, oh, man, should someone say something at some point? <laughs> Yeah. One of us should stop Imagine this Imagine that you get hired to be, like, the manager of a particular branch of the forestry service or something, yeah. and they're like, all right, so here, here's the timetabling, here are your contacts in the other regions, this is who you report to, here's the secret dossier of uh, pedophiles, the people that we've cloned, uh, just keep that under your hat. Hugh is Rob Lowe's character <clears throat> Parts and Rec, is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a meeting with the city, with the board of the city and- And Perkins, somebody needs to know about this. I can't believe we've been keeping child slaves in the parks and recreation <laughs> In the series of tunnels that run beneath the city of Pawnee, Indiana, the town. <laughs> this is why the hole hasn't been filled in because it's a secret staging ground for executing pedophiles. See, I knew you could run with it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was trying to spending that entire time trying to remember his catchphrase. Uh, that's, I can't even remember it. That thing that he says, he goes like, 
dead. Oh, it's been a long time since yeah, I watched Parks and Rec. Rob- it's I been can, almost I 10 can't, years. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it with the fucking Mike Schur shit anymore. <laughs> it was important to me at a, point, at a certain point in time. It was I important liked it. to all of us at a certain point yeah, in time. It's a I good show. Absolutely it's a well-done show. Yeah. It's disturbing when you see that Amy Poehler's idea of like political people she should have were all mm. neocon nightmare freaks. Yeah. But apart from Newt Gingrich, <laughs> Joe Biden... Yeah. Yeah, it is a very fucking. It's a very fucking pre two thousand sixteen show. <laughs> really, put it is. that way. Uh, I think we've probably run as far as we can with this. Yeah, we got to finish it. I still just can't remember that fucking catchphrase. Listeners, <sighs> if you can remember the catchphrase that Rob Lowe's character uh, frequently employs in Parts and Rec, yeah. please write in to weaknessforbleakness at gmail No tricks with the spelling. I think it's just that he let says... Don't say anything. You have to let the listeners now. Correct me if I'm wrong, listener. I'm sorry, Darcy. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I won't, I've just I put it out there. Hand. I've just crowdsourced our answer from all the emails that we get. I'll beep it. I'll bleep it in the edit. All right. Go on. I just did my half. Oh, uh, you can follow us at Week for Bleak on Twitter. <laughs> it just updates you with new episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next time. <laughs>